Hello, you're listening to Living Alone Together. I am your only host, Yan. So first of all, it turns out that I made it to the third episode today. Well, this month, sorry. (laughs) So congratulations to myself and also thank you for tuning in today. Um, I wish all of you a very Merry Christmas. Um, And uh, I guess Happy New Year as well. So that is about the amount of joyous messages uh, (laughs) that you're here today. The rest um, of the episode, like usual, is just going to be a big complaining episode, I guess. Um, So you've been warned. Um, (laughs) Before the big complaining starts, let me just say that I went to the cinema yesterday to see a movie called Fallen Leaves. Uh, it's a Finnish film directed by Aki Korismaki and it's it's just absolutely brilliant. I would say that it's definitely my favorite movie this year, but I would say it's probably my top five movies of all times as well. I mean, I, I'm looking forward to, to getting the Blu-ray and just watching it again. Um, so this is the Finnish film, it's based in Finland, and it's really, it's just about um, a man and a woman, both of whom are in their 40s, I think, and they're not exactly happy, or un- nor unhappy, but just, they sing very lonely, and it's uh, it's pretty much a love story, but it's just, the style is so different, there isn't too much talking, and, and that's that's the favorite my favorite thing about the movie it's got a lot of deadpan humor it's you could even say it's a black comedy um and and um and yet a lot of that humor doesn't it it doesn't just orient from 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 the from the script the script is absolutely um brilliant but just the acting and the setting and sort of the the whole the general vibe itself these are very um well written and therefore they create this comedic effect without too many words um and it's so it's a very quiet movie if you ask me i would say the density of the lines is is just not very high uh, a lot of just focusing on, on on the actor and the actresses um just facial expressions just it's just it's just a quiet movie and yet it's so it's so lovely and um and it's very refreshing for that reason so i highly recommend this to anyone who uh wants a quiet day and be entertained still so um yeah so so yeah so there's something i i really really like um and i'm gonna look up all of his other films as well as well and that's something i did yesterday (laughs) but i'm gonna actually watch some of the other films by the same director in the near future um now speaking of quiet there's something well today's topic really is about that it's just it's just the, the right to be quiet well no not just that but basically let me where should i start i just want to talk about the idea of the horrors or society of, of society <laughs> uh well the an- anti-social theme of this podcast is certainly not new but 
again, I guess this is the very first Christmas we spent together. I don't know. Last year's Christmas, we talk about something like this. I don't remember. Um, yeah. So basically, last year, well, last year's Christmas, I was not. I wasn't in England, so the the festive vibe wasn't as strong, and it's just a general, you know, shopping vibe. And here in 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 England, it's obviously there's a lot of shopping vibe going on. Um, the the vibe is pretty strong, but that is not the thing that concerns me the most. The thing that concerns me the most is just the the idea that you gotta do something meaningful during your vacation during your holiday and you especially during christmas you're supposed to gather with your family you're supposed to be social you're supposed to see the fireworks you're supposed to go shopping you're supposed to enjoy the lights and of course none of the, uh, none of the people are really saying this none of no one is pointing a gun at you saying that you must go out you must socialize you must drink you must do this you must have a big dinner you must call your parents you must do that none none of which is um forced onto you but that's the very idea of uh, societal pressure isn't it it's that no, no one can force you to do anything and yet people keep saying this precisely because um it is a superficial unforced right it's you are superficially free as in there's definitely a lot of pressure for people to to go out to to spend to gather and obviously obviously nothing absolutely nothing will happen if you don't do any of these but that is also not true what will happen when you don't do any of the festive stuff? What will happen if you don't succumb to the social pressures or the social hints of doing certain things uh, during during a national holiday? Is that you um, feel like you've done something wrong? You feel like, well, it's not as strong as being guilt as feeling guilty per se, but you feel like there's something off about yourself, right? And that is precisely um, the the um, the reflex to to the phenomenon called societal pressure. And I am feeling this 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 thing. I've been feeling this thing for for at least two weeks before the holidays. When people are asking what your plans for the holidays, you're supposed to give a decent, believable answer, which is either spending time with your family, which is traveling, which is um, um, maybe going somewhere, doing something that is not being alone and. Um, and nowadays, even if you answer you want to be alone, you sort of still have to, and well, not justify, but you you have to give out this scenario where the um, being alone is really a cozy, good thing, right? Um, you cannot say that you're being you want to be alone because you are. You're just so tired of, of, of activities. You can't say something like that. You, you, even when you say something like, oh, I just want to be alone for a bit, and you still have to make it into a positive thing. Like, oh, it's just too crowded outside, so I'm avoiding that negative, and therefore 
ah, it's okay to be alone. Or you could just say, oh, it's just, it's just too costly to travel, right? And so you're again, you're avoiding a negative, and therefore you justify your being alone. But you can't really say something like, I just don't feel like any of that, right? So you, anyway, in any case, I, you you always need to give out some sort of reason for being alone for doing nothing and of course again no one is pointing a gun at you saying that please explain yourself why are you not spending time with your family why why do you not why are you not going out why why are you not doing this or that no one is forcing that no one is um no one is judging well no one is doing any kind of a threat to you but they're definitely you just feel the people judging you. Um, of, of course, I've thought about this. I've thought about how maybe it's just me. Maybe I am imagining things so much. I'm imagining things so much. Or I am imagining that people actually give a fuck about how I spend my holidays. And that could very well be true. Namely, that people don't give a fuck. And they're just it's just casual banter. And this is therefore why I've decided that this year I am going to do absolutely, well, to correct myself, I'm not going to do absolutely nothing. I want to have a, a holiday, a Christmas, where I can focus on things I've always wanted to do but just have no energy of doing when I was working full-time right so I want to focus on myself I want to focus on just a bunch of practical things I I've been thinking about doing but um yes there there will still be some sort of entertainment involved in this so-called break but um mostly i'm just not interested in 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 hanging out with people in socializing and and i think it's totally okay at least um if there's any revolution i want to start it's this kind of revolution which is the right to be alone the right to be left alone the right to not be bothered the right to be um not reactive to social pressure and yet not be outcast as a result the right to just do whatever the hell you want to do right um that is the kind of social revolution i want to start <laughs> and i guess today will be a good day to start that um and a little bit of history of for well, of myself just to share well why why i've come to this conclusion so before this year past couple of years i've been living in taiwan and as you know they don't really celebrate um christmas that much it's really just a shopping season there's no like boxing day but um their long their long vacation is during chinese new year right and that is absolutely horrifying <laughs> it's the worst worst days of my year ever because um you've got this strong expectation to to gather um in a big family you're supposed to eat this and that kind of food and of course again no one is pointing a gun at you but that is really pretty much all that you can buy from from restaurants right it's the kind of cuisine you can get from restaurants and it's very difficult to i guess rebel against that kind of tradition so the type of food you you eat is pretty much determined by the society the kind of people you're supposed to be with is the determined by society because everyone else is with their family immediate family so 
where who could you meet? No, everyone's going to be busy, and it, it, I feel like that kind of enforcement is much stronger than the kind of enforcement here in well in Christmas time um, in England, for, for example. Right, so that wig is just absolutely miserable, and not just that. All of your relatives, your family, they know that you're alone, and then they would just call you up, and they would just pity you. Um, and if not pity, they feel like they have the obligation to to call you, to talk to you. And I just feel so 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 unhappy all the time during Chinese New Year. So this year, in, well, Christmas I think is more the is equivalent here. I still feel that kind of pressure. It's not as strong, but still, it's pretty strong because you go to supermarkets. They're all decorated with with the festive stuff. You go, you um. You turn on the radio. You turn on the news. Whatever. Everything is about celebration. It's about Christmas. And、um, if there are like it's the usual charity charities urging you to donate, well, then it's because it's Christmas, right? And it's just so. It's just very, very exhausting, and、uh, it's very difficult to isolate yourself from all that crap. And、um, for me personally, I think the aesthetics of Christmas is much more pleasing than the Chinese New Year because, because, because I don't see why Chinese people have to celebrate Chinese New Year anymore. I mean, that's a whole other issue. But point is, yes, aesthetically speaking, I like the Christmas.、Um, Um, style much better than other holidays,、um, but still the same old feeling that you're doing something wrong if you're not gathering with family, if you're not socializing. That same feeling is still there, and it's just so difficult to get rid of. And I used to think, look, you just be strong, you just be yourself, you live your life however you want. But that is just simply not true. We have to address the fact that. The pressure is real, right? It could be invisible. It doesn't mean it's not there.、Um, pretty much, the kind of activity you could you could do is very much limited by what everyone else is doing because that determines the market, that determines、um, the topic of conversation, that determines what kind of movie, for God's sake,、uh, get get、uh, screened in the cinema. And、uh, by the way, I just have to say, you know, the new. Uh, what is a Wonka movie? It's just so sickening because it's so intent, like intentional. Like the 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 theme of the movie, the casting of the movie. It's such a so intentional that it is so sickening, and I'm just being really truthful about it. Of course, I did not see it.、Um, I just hate that. I hate. To be told indirectly how you're supposed to feel on a given day, or God forbid,、uh, on、um, a given like, multiple days of、um, during the holiday season, right? It's just so. There's that. The reason I'm doing this big complaining because I was for a minute lured into doing something Christmassy, which is fly to Germany and celebrate. Christmas there to visit the Christmas markets. Of course, God forbid. I mean, thank God, <laughs> the、um, exorbitant prices of the tickets and the hotels just um, um, sort of precluded that possibility. So, and I, I feel like I finally woke up. Right, that that. Yeah, that you know, in the past, as I said, I would tell myself, "You look, you could be strong. You could, or you could just be yourself." And 
this year I finally have a different realization, which is the more realistic one, which is that just don't stop fooling yourself. The the social pressure is there. The um, general trend does exist. Most people do do a lot of the Christmassy things. Most people do actually celebrate, and you are um, you are an outsider, and your feelings are in the minority and yes of course it's okay to feel that way but you have to realize this is a lifelong battle this is not something you can just you know you can just tell the tiny spirits in yourself saying that look ignore the voices ignore just be strong no 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 it's not a simple matter of being strong it's a matter of realizing it's something you actually have to fight against right and I think this is just this is not okay I think this is relatively minute because it's just trying to not do anything during the festive season but just if you extend this to a lot of things again people would say no one's forcing you to do anything but that is just a very lazy irresponsible way of brushing off um, the fact that societal pressures exist for a lot of things right uh for me i'm relatively lucky um it's just this thing of how to spend time during the holiday season but for a lot of people it could be another thing it's like you could be a vegan and you can feel the constant sort of smell of meat uh literally and figuratively around your society you could be gay right and this this constant pressure or this 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 very real feeling of feeling of being a minority there are just so many things that people have to fight against um in their daily lives that um you could always tell them just be yourself you could just just do whatever you want and when when whenever you say that you never understand how how shallow that is because the reason why people feel the pain uh, when they realize that they're that kind of minority is because it's actually painful, right? It's a mental kind of pain. Okay, so enough of this, this, this rambling. What I want, what I want to say is just that um, it takes more than just strength. It takes more than just just um, courage, if if I may say, uh, if I may call it that. It takes more than just strength or courage to, to do something different in your life right to be a minority in your life it takes um it takes persuasion it takes um some sort of revolution it takes um activism to 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 really be able to live peacefully the way you want to live and this is probably my my biggest realization maybe um in the past few days probably um and um so i'm just sharing my my thoughts here let me uh, have a sip of my honey rum so i got some honey rum the other day and it's actually pretty good hmm Alrighty. what else do i want to talk about it's supposed to be a festive season so let's um unwind a little bit um so yeah so now that i saw that wonderful finished movie i'm gonna go over first of all the same directors other movies but also just more nordic movies i think there is this this of course it's probably not fair to categorize all the nordic movies as one like of the same kind they're probably different um 
But there is something about Nordic movies, which is that they are usually very、um, slower paced, right? Not, I'm not saying there's no action, but I think there's a, a lot more emphasis on body language than on verbal language. So that's something I am going to go through when I have my free time,、um, and、um, yeah. So that's 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 one thing. Another thing that I am currently on and on about <laughs> is、uh, the list of books I'm going to read now because I just finished, as you know, a big fat novel about of about seven hundred pages, not skipping even one page, and I'm now a little bit sick of novels because these are not my life really.、Um, so I just bought actually. Two more books yesterday. The one one is called "The Practice of Not Thinking," and it's re- it really appeals to me. The title, at least, because obviously,、um, I wouldn't say I overthink, but it's just I'm always thinking. I don't know if it's overthinking, but I'm always thinking. So, it's by Ryu Ryunosuke Koike. So I think it's definitely a Japanese guy. Actually, he's a monk. So Liu no Suke Koike、uh, shows how by incorporating simple Zen practices into our daily lives, we can reconnect with our five senses and live in a more peaceful, positive way. Fantastic! This is exactly the kind of thing I need <laughs> for the new year. Um, a second book I bought is just sort of on a whim. It's called *The European Union: A Very Short Introduction*, <laughs> published by Oxford University Press.、Um, so it's、uh, written by I think economists or no, a professor of politics, and another one is a professor at the College of、um, Europe. Anyway, point is, this is obviously a short introduction, and it's a very well needed introduction for me. I've always been curious about like who could be part of the EU, who couldn't,、um, because obviously the UK's got a lot of European, broadly European businesses here, restaurants, like Greek restaurants,、um, all sorts of things, and.、Um, For me, someone who's only lived in North America and far in and the Far East, let's say,、um, the idea of Europe is just they're all like a all very similar to me, to be honest. However, how ignorant that could sound, that is how I tend to feel about Europe,、uh, with a lot of pretty buildings, good history, blah blah blah, cuisine maybe. Well, cuisine not so much except for Italy, but <laughs> but then it's、uh, in the recent months of living in the UK that made me realize how,、um, of course, there's a big distinction between the European countries and being or not being in the EU seems to make a big, big difference as well. So this is a perfect book for me for the well this week. I'm going to read this and the.、Um, Practice of not thinking. So these are two books that I'm really onto right now. As I mentioned in the previous episode, I am gonna read Elon Musk, the、uh, biography by Walter Isaacson.、Um, it's just very, a very big fat book. So I need a little bit of、um, well motivation or the right timing to start it. <laughs> Uh, at this point, I'm more interested in the in the smaller books first.、Um, 
So that's about it in terms of how what I'm going to do in the next couple of days. I'm also going to, I guess, try different kinds of recipe because, as you know, I'm a big fan of electronics. And the one of the very first electronics I bought when I moved to this new place was this smart oven. I don't know how it, it's smart. I suppose like it turns the heat down when it senses it's already done. So I'm going to try a lot more recipes. One thing I discovered when it comes to cooking is that lemon is just the most convenient ingredient. Whenever you feel like you're missing something you're cooking, you you could just add lemon and it will taste fantastic. Or if you want to marinate your meat, just add a bit of lemon. I think it's just so versatile when it comes to lemons. Uh, what else is on my list? Um, so I was going to do like a best books of 2023, but honestly, there's nothing I can remember that's been such an impressive read in the past year. And also because I stopped my Goodreads um, account during my sort of attempt to cut as many accounts as possible reason being unknown but basically I don't have a Goodreads account anymore so I don't really remember what I've read in the past and plus I've stopped uh, using my Kindle or um, so I just bought paperback books and uh, once I finish them I, I, I either donate them or resell them so now I don't remember what not even one book I, I read in the past year so that's kind of sad um I remember there is one which is a romantic novel called um what is it Talking All Night I think um by the author well her name is Claire you can look it up and it's just a very slow paced novel not too much action in there but it's just it's got a lot of like it generates this this very mushy fuzzy feeling inside you so I would recommend that and it's actually a good read for I guess for the winter so it's called uh, all night talking talking all night <laughs> um so yeah so that's one book I remember reading as for non-fictions um I don't recall any non-fiction that is worth mentioning really I'm trying to go on my Amazon and see what I bought I just can't I don't recall any um books that's really impressed me this year in terms of non-fictions so I can't tell you anything honestly (laughs) um what else can I say yeah okay i started reading like the usual stuff like more psychoanalytic stuff and the book that i think i'm gonna make my episode out of this is a pretty good read actually i would say it's like top three of the year not that i've read more than 10 books this year but top three of the year this is one of them this is called why do women write more letters than they post by darian leader it's a psychoanalytic book about men and women's um sexuality the difference of their thinking when it comes to their sexuality so that's it talking at night okay not talking all night it's talking at night right i really don't remember what else i read (laughs) um so yeah that's uh in terms of book recommendations and um what else can i say there is one um seeing that i'm probably not going to record anything before um next year 
Maybe I can talk about my New Year resolution. So I mentioned this definitely last year that new the New Year is the only sort of holiday that I can truly put my heart into and celebrate because I just love it. I just love the New Year.、Um, <laughs> I thought about my resolution a little bit.、Um, obviously, the usual stuff that has like usual goals that have nothing to do with、um, like a New Year. But this new year, what I'm gonna do? There's something very important which I want to enforce, which is no more food wastes.、Um, like every time I move to a new place,、um, there's still this. I, I I feel this burden of having too much stuff, and cleaning the fridge、um, is always a big hassle. So I've always thought about this, like oh, I should reduce food waste. But then come. Comes this this long break, long holiday, whatever. I sort of hoard foods and、um, even fresh foods as well. So a personal、uh, bad habit of mine is is having some food waste from time to time. Plus, I live alone, so that is kind of a big problem. And I just feel like I have so much trash every day because a lot of it is just food waste. And I think for the new year, my biggest resolution is to stop food waste. So I rather go. A little bit under in terms of food stock than having too much in the fridge and having to throw out things and things that expire or get th- extra things just because they're on discount or anything, something like that, right? So that's my personal only、um, resolution I have for the new year. Um, and um, as for the other stuff, like exercise more, drink less. I mean, I don't know. I don't even care that much. <laughs> Anyway, so what else can I say? Yeah, so that is about it for this lovely, lovely day.、Um, oh, one last thing is, I can't make up my mind about whether or not I should get a rice cooker because I've been holding back that decision for so long, and suddenly I've got this multiple days of vacation, so it's easier to pick up a delivery now, and so I'm doing a lot of shopping. Uh, right now, and one of the things I really want to get is an expensive Japanese rice cooker, and I'm talking about like four hundred pounds or something like that, because I just I've had such a machine before, and it was just so so good that I know I cannot go back to normal rice cookers, and I tried cooking without any rice cookers whatsoever, and it's just very very bad. I even tried sushi here in England, and obviously the rice is just very very just. Pointing, so I've decided. Okay, I'm gonna get a rice cooker, but should I get a, like, a top-notch, high-end one? Or plus, I have to like adjust the. I have to get a transformer, things like that. So it's a big hassle, but I really want a good one. So that's my only <laughs> Christmas wish, or New Year's wish, or birthday wish. Um, and I have to make the decision very soon. So maybe the next episode, I'll tell you how good it is once I got it. All right, so have a lovely day. We will speak about social revolutions maybe in the next episode.、Uh, I hope I become just a little bit smarter so I can have better contents for for this for this podcast. All right, have a lovely lovely evening or noon or have a lovely driving session if you're driving.、Um, and uh, yeah, thank you so much. Bye bye.